Hello, everybody. This is Jay Shep with the Culture of Blessings podcast, where we look to shed old mindsets and thinking and shift into a life of abundance, fulfillment, and blessings, which God has made available to all that believe. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is the Culture of Blessings podcast. I am your host, The Real Jay Shep. And listen, I have started a new prayer call on Wednesday nights. And God has really been blessing us. And we have some faithful people who dial in during this prayer call where I just speak a word over them and then I pray. And so I wanted to share this prayer call where I'm talking about the kingdom. And if you all want to join us on a prayer call on Wednesday nights, you can dial this number 563-999-2090. The pin number is 147783. And we do it every Wednesday night, 6 p.m., Pacific time, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to jump in and join this prayer call in progress. God bless. All right. Good evening, everybody. And uh, we're officially going to begin the call. I'm really encouraged. God has really been dealing with me on just a couple subjects here. And thank you for it. For those who just jumped in. Last week, we talked about the scriptures, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And, you know, we hear those scriptures and and sometimes we may not really have a full grasp of what that means. I think we have a general idea of what it means to seek the kingdom. And some may say the kingdom is... You know, just go after God, just go after his presence, go after who he is. And all those things are true. But when we really look at what his kingdom is, the kingdom of God is his system. The kingdom of God is is really his government. It is his rule. It is his way of life. It's his way of doing business. It's his ecosystem. It's the system by which he does things. And even when we look at the Lord's Prayer, when it says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when when he talks about, Father, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, what he's saying is, Father, we ask that you bring the system of heaven, a heavenly system, down here to earth. And when we bring the system of heaven to earth, that means we're bringing the kingdom. We are bringing God's governmental ruling authority into our lives. And I came across this, uh, these passages of scripture today in the book of Luke, the ninth chapter verses uh, 1 through 6, and it says, When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever you have, whatever house you enter, rather, Stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, 
proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. What is this good news? This good news is the kingdom. Some people talk about the good news is Calvary or the crucifixion and the resurrection. That can't be the good news because at the time, Jesus was still living. Jesus was still alive. He hadn't been crucified yet. So they weren't ministering of a, of, of a Christ that died and was buried and rose for your sins. That wasn't what they were preaching. Now, it's fine to, to talk about what Jesus did on the cross. The redemptive work on the cross is important. But it's not more important than the original reason that he came. When we really look at that scripture, when he, Jesus told them, take nothing for your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra clothing, whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If, if people don't welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet. What Jesus was saying is, this message of the kingdom is so important, but it's going to go over people's heads especially people who are religious, people who are in church. When we're in church, lots of times we, we hear about the Easter celebration that Jesus was, he died on the cross for our sins and he was buried and he, and he rose again. But we don't talk about what Jesus did before that. When he talked about repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What's inside of this kingdom? And, and in particular tonight, I want to deal with what, what he said in this first, uh, what, what the scripture is saying in the first part. When he gathered his disciples, the 12, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. So I believe that I'm talking to kingdom believers on this call every week. I am to encourage and uplift and empower and help you to see that you have power and authority to drive out demons and to cure, disease, to cure diseases. I want to look at this cure diseases part. The, our answers in healing can only come from the kingdom. Yes, we should have good nutrition. And if you're a vegan, amen. If, if you are working out three times a day, amen. If you're drinking the, the, the correct amount of water every day, amen. Keep doing those things that are going to keep driving you to better health. But sometimes we we can be doing all of the right things and those those uh, sicknesses and diseases and ailments creep upon us. And what did Jesus do for those people who diseases came upon them? He healed them. He cured them. Why was that? Because when Jesus came to earth, he saw all these poor people and sick people and said, this is not what heaven looks like. When Jesus came to earth, his main assignment was to take back what the enemy had taken from us. When Jesus came to earth and he saw, uh, we, we know about the, the, the story of the man who was sick of leprosy and Jesus healed him. We know about the, uh, the man who was blind. He, he healed multiple blind men. What Jesus was doing when he healed them, he wasn't showing off. He wasn't making a spectacle of himself. Jesus was seeing all this sickness here on earth and said, we got to correct this because there is no sickness in heaven. So when Jesus says, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, he says, 
I need you guys to understand that there's something greater that you have not tapped into yet. And that thing is called the kingdom. It's not a religion. It's not Christianity. It's not Buddhism. It's, it's not Muslim faith. It's not uh, Hinduism. It's not Judaism. This is the kingdom. It's God's operating system. It's God's operating government. And so there's a, uh, the word of God also says in Psalm 103, verses 1 through 3, it says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. Bless his holy name. Forget not his benefits. Who does what? Forgives all of your sins and heals all of your diseases. What they were showing in that scripture, when it says all the benefits, the benefits of the kingdom is your sins are irrelevant in the kingdom and your diseases are healed in the kingdom. Forgiveness of sins means it's irrelevant. What you did in the past no longer matters. That's why it's so awesome to really become a believer because you're not believe you're not believing in, in anything that's hocus pocus. Now, now what's, what's ironic about it is, is that you can't, See the kingdom of God. You can't, it's something that you can't see with the naked eye, but you can see the manifestation happen inside of your life. So as you become this believer in this kingdom, you're now believing and buying into the system of God. The kingdom of God is his system. It's his way. It's how he operates. You get inside of the mind of God. Now, I see many of you that's on this call, and I know quite a, I know quite a few of you guys personally, if not all of you personally. And we've all had good conversations, and, and everyone here is wonderful. And I know many of you all work in a corporate setting, right? So I don't know how many of you all have ever changed jobs before. But if you work at one company, I know my friend Gloria worked at a company for many, many years. And she worked there for over 10 years, I believe. And that company had a system of doing things. Now, when she left that company and went to another company, she now had to learn their new system. I want you to understand what this kingdom is, right? So the kingdom is literally learning God's system, learning his way, how he operates. The kingdom is not this thing where Oh, I, I can't make mistakes. I can't do anything. I, I have to be this way. No, the kingdom is just about learning how God operates. It's learning what he's already done for us. What the kingdom of God says is that, oh, no one around me should be sick. So when I walk into a room and someone is sick, I pray for them and they get healed. No one in, my, no one in this room should have lack. So when I walk into the room, I pray for them, and they, they receive abundance in their life. No one in this room, there's not depression in heaven. So when I come into this room, I speak life into them, and depression has to leave. Isn't that a wonderful operating system? I, see, I, I, don't understand, I don't understand why more preachers and pastors aren't speaking this plain good news. See, the good news, once again, the good news is not Jesus dying on the cross. The good news is not nails in his hands and in his feet and they pierced him in his side and blood came gushing out and water came gushing out, but he got, it's, that's not good news. 
Break it down. Nothing about that is is good news. (laughs) Nothing about that excites me. That's not exciting to me. Good news is I can live healed. Good news is I can live free. Good news is uh, you accept me for who I am. Mm. Good news is when I walk into a room, I encourage people. I speak in I pray for people to make sure their needs are met. Understand what this thing is called kingdom. When we talk about the kingdom of God, we're talking about his ruling system, his government. See, people, we live in America and we have a democracy. And when it's time for elections, all of the the candidates come and they tell you, they give you promises Read my lips, no new taxes, and I'm going to pass this health care bill, and I'm going to do gun law reform, and I'm going to do police reform, and I'm going to do education reform. And all of these politicians are politicking for your vote. And how many of you know that I've never, I've never met a politician that's kept 20% of their promises? They all mean well. They all mean it when they say it. But when it comes down to doing it, mm, it just doesn't happen. But how about we look at the creator of the universe and what he says his way of doing government is. He says, first of all, I'm the king. And you're my children. Everything in this government is mine. And I'm going to make you have power inside of my government. I'm going to give you dominion and power inside of this kingdom. Oh, but God, I I don't deserve it because I, uh, no, no, no. Inside of this kingdom, your sin is irrelevant. It's wiped away. We don't need to talk about your sin and what you did because it's gone. I forgave our, see, the benefit of being in this kingdom is I forgive all your sins. I heal all your diseases. No, but God, you you, you don't understand. Uh, I was real messed up. I was jacked up. See, you want to you wanna know what I did in high school? Let me tell you something, God. See, let me tell you what I see. No, no, no. See, me and my friend, Bonquisha, we used to do. And God is saying, I don't care about that. Here's the benefit. No, 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 no. No, God. No, no, no. No, God. Really, really, God. Let me tell you what I used to do. And God is saying, I knew you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I know you better than you know yourself. So all this explaining to God about why you can't do something, God is saying, I don't care about what you got to say. You're holding your own process up because you're not accepting this message of the kingdom, which is the good news, is that your sins don't matter and you don't have to walk around here sick anymore. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know about you. I'm so excited about this word. I'm excited about this word because now what it says is, Jesus had already empowered his disciples before he died. See, now we, we, we look at the scriptures and we go, well, the, the disciples were empowered after Jesus left. No, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases while he was living. So the same power that the disciples had, you have that same power because you are a believer in the kingdom in the system of God. Amen. All right, let's go to God. Uh, God, we just thank you right now. God, first of all, your presence is here. So we acknowledge your presence. 
Bible says where the presence uh, of the Lord is, there is liberty, and it's also fullness of joy. So, God, I thank you right now. I feel a joy that is coming across um, this line, even as we uh, pray, even as we speak. Lord, I thank you for joy and peace that is overflowing, peace that surpasses all understanding. God, I even hear right now, I hear you saying right now, that there's a peace that's coming over this phone that people have not felt in years. That there is a calm and a tranquility even on this phone that we have not seen in our lives in years. And it almost feels scary to, to some people to feel peace for the first time in a long time because our brains have been racing for so long. We've been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. But because the message of the kingdom has been preached, peace has come across this prayer line. So God, we acknowledge you right now. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge that your presence has kicked the enemy out. Uh, that, that your presence, that the presence of a king, when the king shows up, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus is Lord of all. He is Lord. He is ruler. He is king. He is master of everything in our lives. I thank you for the opportunity to share the good news. That the good news is not the blood that was shed. That the good news is not about nails in his hands and him being pierced in the side. That the, that the good news is about this kingdom, of this way of life. That we don't have to live in stress. That we don't have to live in fear. That we don't have to live uh, in bondage. But we live in freedom. We live in total freedom. We live in total healing. And our sins are irrelevant inside of the kingdom. That the word of God says that you, you've uh, thrown our sins into the sea of forgiveness. Far as the east is from the west, you have forgiven us 70 times 7. You have forgiven us over and over and over again. And you keep reminding us that there's a greater purpose for your life. There's a greater purpose and destiny that you called into our lives. And I speak that into everyone who is on this call even now. I speak purpose and hope into every life. I speak uh, uh, vitality and health into every life. Even as I speak now, blood pressure is being regulated. Even as the testimony that Gloria spoke, that and, and the word of God says that they will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. And as she spoke, her uh, blood pressure of uh, being reduced and going down, someone else's blood pressure is being reduced, even in our families, even that the mother uh, that some of us are praying for that has high blood pressure and, and hypertension. God, touch our mothers who are stressed out for no reason. God, I, I plead the blood of Jesus over our mothers, uh, over all of our mothers who are living, who are stressed out, and the enemy is wreaking havoc in our mothers. God has got our mothers worried uh, over, over stuff that doesn't even exist. I plead the blood of Jesus over mothers right now in the name of Jesus, in particular our mothers who are getting older, who are worried about us, who are concerned. I rebuke that spirit of worry out of, of, from our mothers. That our mothers don't have to worry about us because we are kingdom believers. God, give our mothers uh, 
a kingdom assignment on their lives and give them a new uh, found joy in our lives. Some of us are stressed out because our mothers are stressing us out. I plead the blood of Jesus against mothers stressing us out. I plead the blood of Jesus. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but those mothers who are saying ill words to the children, even as they get older, and you don't even want to talk on the phone with your mother anymore. From this day forward, that conversation is going to change with your mother. It's going to be a new conversation, even with your mother. And, and I speak even now. You're going to be able to minister to your mother. I speak into that thing even now in the name of Jesus. Peace in that situation. Peace in the situation. Peace in that situation. God, I thank you for the prayer request that was uh, spoken uh, over, over Sister uh, Geraldine, over her home, that she's going to be able to close. I thank you that her home is already taken care of, God. You got her. You got the home at the price that she desires. And, Lord, now let her just go in with confidence that she will be able to go in and close this deal. We thank you for the new home that you have blessed her with. I thank you for Tiffany and her interview, oh, God, that you've already favored her. God, help her to see that she's already favored. God, God I don't even know if Tiffany realizes how favorite she is. God, I, I want her to stop questioning herself. God, I want her to stop questioning, uh, uh, is this the right thing to do? Is that the right thing to do? That Tiffany is favored, that wherever she goes, that there's a piece of heaven on the inside of her that is waiting for her to yield to that. So we pray for her that she would yield to the voice of the, of the Lord, that she would yield to this kingdom power that is inside of her, that she would tap inside of this kingdom power that is already inside of her and to not be afraid to ask for what she desires. I speak over my brother Reggie, his prayers for peace and positivity. I speak over that. I speak over that even now. I speak over that even now, that even at everywhere you go, Reggie, you bring a, a spirit of peace. You bring a spirit of peace everywhere you go, and you ask for this prayer request because that is who you are. You embody peace. You embody that. You, uh, that is who you are. Genuinely, a man of peace is who God says that you are. So I speak peace over your home, over your job, over your children, over your marriage, over your finances, over all of your ideas. I speak peace over that, even now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I speak now over Gloria. I speak peace over her as well in complete and total healing. God, I, I, I speak kingdom into her life, that she is uh, that she is a part of this kingdom and she's going to see this new way of life, this new way of, of seeing God at work. Hallelujah. That there's a new way of her even seeing and perceiving who God is. That she will now see God as a king and as a father. And she is his child, chosen and set apart. Lord, I thank you for my sister, Lysandra. God, you've seen the things that she's gone through in the past few months. And I ask that you uh, just continue to keep a smile on her face.
God encouraged her, uplift her in every single way. When times get hard, God help her to smile. That her smile is going to be healing for her. And her smile and her laughter is going to be healing uh, even for her children. So the, so the Lord says, even now, that you keep laughter in your home. Keep laughter in your home. Keep laughter in your home. Keep the good nature in your home. Keep the smile inside of your home because there's going to be healing inside of laughter with your children. Even when you feel like crying, the Lord says, turn that crying into laughing. Mm. Turn that sorrow into joy. Mm. Hallelujah. The Bible even talks about a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. So God is saying, I want you to trade. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, I want you to trade your sorrow. Give me your sorrow and I will give you joy. Hallelujah. That is not even a fair trade. But God says, I'll take your sorrow. I'll take your grief. I'll take your pain. I'll take your anguish. And I'm going to return that and give you joy. Hallelujah. Because you are my child and you are inside of my kingdom. Yeah, things happen that hurt. Yeah, things happen that you don't understand. Yeah, things happen and it doesn't feel good. But God says, give me all of that. As those things come in your life, just say, Lord, I give this back to you. I trade it. I give this to you. God, give me something to laugh about right now. Give me something to laugh about right now. Give me something to smile about right now, God. Hallelujah. And, and, and even as you go, God, I speak over her now that she that you would just give Lysandra the words to speak over her children during this time. And Lord, even let's go a step further. I speak that her children, hallelujah, will minister to her. Her children will come to her and cover her and anoint her and pray over her and speak over her and speak into her. I thank you for it. And God, even as we close this prayer, I thank you that you just continue uh, to allow for this to grow, uh, this prayer call, uh, this meeting of, of kingdom-minded people, uh, these kingdom citizens who believe that, uh, who are crazy enough to believe that nothing is impossible with you. Nothing is impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And we thank you for all of these things. And we count all of these things done. In your matchless name we pray. Amen. Amen. Once again, this is the Culture of Blessings podcast. I'm your host, The Real J. Shep. I hope that you enjoy that word and that prayer. I hope that something touched you. I hope that you are now understanding the kingdom benefits, the benefits of living inside of the Lord's kingdom. If you want to be a blessing to this ministry, you may do so by going to my website, therealjshep.com and clicking the donate button, whatever size gift. Whatever God puts upon your heart, I will gladly accept it. And I want you all to join in on a prayer call every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern time. The phone number to dial in is 563-999-2090. Pin number is 147783. Once again, this is the Culture of Blessings podcast. I'm your host, The Real J. Shep. Peace and blessings.